Vegas takes over. Smith comes out to the neutral zone. Deals right. Marshall fires. He scores! Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Smith to Marshall. 4-2 Golden Knights. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here are your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Wallace Millard, Chapman inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215, home of the... lot to get to today, and we have some uh, significant news for the Vegas Golden Knights as the National Hockey League uh, turns the page to start the Stanley Cup final tonight, Montreal against Tampa Bay, but uh, the National Hockey League and the world of uh, hockey is going to descend on T-Mobile Arena in 2022. That's the back half of next season, and congratulations uh, to everybody involved that uh, that made this happen. We're very, very uh, highly kept secret, but the National Hockey League All-Star Weekend is coming to uh, the Las Vegas Strip next, uh, be probably February, but the schedule hasn't been released, and it all depends on the Olympics, too, uh, in, in China. But uh, how about that? The All-Star Weekend in year number five uh, for Las Vegas and the Golden Knights. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense to have All-Star Weekend here in Vegas. It is one of the premier destinations in the NHL right now and i can only imagine what that weekend's going to look like with a little bit of vegas flair a little bit of vegas uh, magic i just i can't wait i think it's going to be fantastic you're right uh, with the vegas flair because everybody all organizations that pull out uh the all-star game uh really do uh try to put their local spin on it with as much uh, entertainment as well to make sure that the players are excited to be there because the, they uh either get a vacation or they they go and they they put in their time and and uh, it's, a, it's a great weekend uh, to both sell the sports and and put on some corporate schmoozing. And I can tell you right now, uh, there's some great spots for the All-Star Game. There's some traditional spots for the All-Star Game. And then there's some spots where the All-Star Game goes to uh, because it really should uh, go to that. Uh, it's been a long-standing franchise. This is going to hit off uh, a great All-Star Weekend spot and some uh, real sizzle for the All-Star Weekend. That gives you the skills competition. It gives you the uh, All-Star Games. Uh, don't know what format, whether they'll continue with the three-on-three and the four divisions or whether they'll go back to something uh, a little bit more like East-West or uh, along that line mm-hmm. and just have have a game but uh but this is going to be so much fun. I mean, like the players themselves will be so hyped to come to Vegas for All-Star weekend. Do you use Elvis helmet for All-Star weekend? Uh, like do you allow other players to enter Elvis helmet? No. I that's I don't traditionally feel like you one. Can. Yeah, no no no, there'll be there'll be some league um uh, maybe the introductions <laughs> of the Golden Knights that participate uh, for the game, they might get that special treatment. They they might consider lowering it for, and I don't speak for game operations, but uh, just uh, pie in the sky here. Uh, I think that they might consider doing something for that but uh, and have the rest of the players come out of the uh, Zamboni entrances. But just, just think of the, the like, 
purely selfishly here. It's what I do best. The parties, yes. man. The All-Star Weekend parties are usually <laughs> outstanding with music, with entertainment and activities. This is going to be on a whole nother level. So, I mean, I have never been to an NHL All-Star game. I've never covered an NHL All-Star game. So this is going to be uh, my first foray into what that weekend is going to look like. So now you've got me uh, realizing that I'm going to need to get a lot of rest early and I'm going to have to hydrate for sure that entire week leading up to it. Is that that what I'm to understand by what you're saying? Were you here for the NBA All-Star game? Were you living in Vegas at at that time? Yeah, I was here. Okay, I didn't go to it, but I was. Here. It was it was wild. Like I actually got to got to cover it a little bit. It was insanity. Like the the way that they had the the setups with the players coming down and and uh, you know you got to actually go to like a a room where you just talk to all the all stars. It, it was unreal. And going to the game was was it was unlike anything I've ever done in my life. So I can only imagine how awesome this is going to well, be. All star weekends are kind of divided into two parts. There's the action on the ice, where if you're lucky enough to be in the building, uh, then you can can really participate in. And that's the skills competition. Uh, that's the all-star game. Then there's the entire weekend, which is parties, which people can get tickets to, uh, which is fan fest, which is player appearances scattered around town. Uh, and... And th- there's different sponsors have their own events. Uh, some are open to the public. Uh, a lot are open to the public, in fact. But there's you don't even have to go to T-Mobile Arena to really uh, engage and be uh, entertained by All-Star Weekend in, in 2022, next year. Uh, it's There's so much happening uh, beyond the stuff that's on the ice and the exposure and the 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 and uh, just the the thrill of running into different players from around the league it's a really cool thing i'm looking forward to it i think this is you know obviously kind of the good news for for not just the not just golden knights fans but uh, the las vegas valley like this is going to be a a gigantic event and it's going to be something that i think you know when when you've got the world or the eyes of the hockey world on las vegas for a premier weekend uh it's up to the city to deliver and and it's going to and it's just going to be a really fun atmosphere and a fun time they used to do the skills competition on saturday night and then the game on sunday Mm -hmm. uh that's changed, and now it's a Friday, Saturday. And I, I, the schedule's still up for uh, release and uh, to, be, to be fully locked down. And I think some of that is going to depend on what happens with the NHL's decision on, on Beijing. But the Friday, Saturday thing is awesome uh, because you, <laughs> you really kick it off with, uh, with a big – Skills competition on the Friday, and then the party, and then the the, the band, uh, and being able to take in that side of it, and and I've seen all kinds of different bands. They, they uh, it's it's surprising, but that's one of the first questions that you always have asking who's 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 going to be the band, who's who's playing the party, uh, <laughs> and on on the uh, on these uh, skills competition night. So if it's a Friday Saturday, 
I, I can't imagine what, what that'll be like because it amps up. Now, the Saturday night, when it used to be Saturday, Sunday, you kind of think, we, we still have to work tomorrow. We still got to cover the game. Because if you're broadcasting, if you're on the national network, you still got to uh, put in uh, your, your shift there. So you can't just go uh, haywire. And the players can't go haywire either. But a Friday, Saturday, uh, let's, let's fry all lines. It's it's go time. <laughs> it's it's awesome, what? and 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 the Friday Saturdays has been my favorite part. So, like of all the All Star games that you've been to, like, mm-hmm. what, is there one that stands out, or is there a memory that you have from an All Star weekend that kind of stands above the rest? You know, one just a couple of years ago was uh, in Nashville, and it was mm-hmm. great. Like because you, they they did a great job of mixing in uh, what country music and and. Uh, what they're well known for, uh, Lower Broadway was rocking. Uh, the um, uh, Ryman Theater was going like that was incorporated in it, and then you had the the action inside Bridgestone Arena. Uh, but uh, but the the entertainment outside, uh, have to drunk in a plane. Who sings drunk in a plane? Uh, and look that up. Google that because I'll, I'll I can't Google it right you. now. Uh, Drunk on a plane. He he played outside, just in the fan fest area, just like on a public stage. And if you were walking by, Dirk Bentley. Dirk Bentley. Uh, not oh, Dirk. Wait, hold on. Well, I I don't know. I don't listen what? to country Dierks, music. Dirk Bentley. It's it's it's, it's Dirks. Dirks. Dirks listen, Bentley. It's like, spelled D I E R K S. Dirk Bentley. I don't, I don't he listen says. to country music. <laughs> I I I've never even heard of the guy before. Really. Yes. It sounds like you're. Oh a come fan. on! I'm a I'm a fan. No, you had. You've heard of Dirks Bentley? What are you talking about? Dirks. Dirks. No, no, I know, no. I know it's Dirks, but oh. you're saying the way I I know who Jason Aldean is, and I know who uh, the guy on the voice, the Gwen Stefani's husband. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Blake Shelton. Yeah. And I know Clint Black and wow. Garth Brooks. That's that's about it. You're Hold on! Did here. you just really say? Gwen Stefani's husband. Yeah, he's yeah. he's like, Gwen Stefani's husband. That's that's your identifier for Blake Shelton. My Listen, goodness. she she's yeah. much more popular than he is. Therefore, she is he is Gwen Stefani's husband. Oh, I don't know. about He seems that. like a really cool guy, though. Like I I wouldn't mind going out and having a few beers with him, but uh, I'd probably refer to him as Gwen Stefani's husband if that happens. So Dirks, as I call him, as his friends call him, Dirks. Dirks. Literally everybody calls him. Played, we my my wife and I were just walking by. Uh, and mm-hmm. he he was started playing a concert, so we just took it a Dirks Bentley concert, and so it's that kind of thing that you can expect to see on the strip, uh, and around uh, Toshiba Plaza, and and all the different activities, and uh, the, again, it's the Honda All Star Weekend, so there's a big Honda representative, and it's there's 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 a schmooze part of it uh, for the sponsors. It's a big part of the weekend, but the fan part of it, the interaction. Um, it's it's outstanding, and and since they've been doing the fan fest, which is for years, I mean Columbus was a, was a great weekend. Uh, Toronto, I did. Florida, uh, I've been to. Minneapolis, uh, I've, I've been to the All Star Weekend. Uh, come to think of it, I've been to a, to a few of them uh, over the years. Uh, but they all put that different flavor to it, and and some you think, okay, I'm going to go there, I'm going to work, I'm going to get a, get some, like I'm I'm not going to. Do the 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 big long shift, and all of a sudden you're sucked in, and you're walking uh, like out of the airport after you get home, just dragging your tail, and uh, because it's snuck up on you, <laughs> and there's there's some fun. Uh, Nashville, I just did the skills night, 
Uh, that's okay. uh, I did the the radio show going into it, and then just the Saturday night. So like it was it was go time. Uh, then I didn't have to do anything on Sunday. So that was uh, we we had a lot of fun with that. But it's it's fun, yeah, man. Like, a- and the player and the best part is you'll see you'll see players just walking around, and you'll see mm-hmm. at the the couple of parties you'll see players just walking around and having some fun, and and there's not that uh, that private room type vibe to it. It's just. You, you get to mingle and you get to really see and talk and uh, and and interact uh, with uh, with a lot of the players from around the league. So I think that that's the coolest part uh, about it for the fans is they get some you you get some real uh, chances to interact and 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 see these players up close. Yeah, and I think I think when you look at where the game is at right now with uh, with the young talent in the league and the the best players on every team, when you start to factor in what an all-star game means, the type of players that you're going to have access to or at least be around over the course of that weekend, uh, it, it just makes it that much better because you get to see all the best talent in the world distilled in one place, and that's here in Las Vegas. Now, it's a league event. should mention that. This is not a VGK run event. The National Hockey League uh, sort of owns and operates it. So I, if if it was VGK, I would think like this could be crazy fun. Uh, it'll be fun, <laughs> but the league will still cater to uh, people outside T-Mobile. If if you get what I mean here, because like, if it if it was just yeah. purely VGK, who knows? Like all, all bets are off. Uh, but yeah. I still I still think that there'll be. Um, let's just say uh, you don't have to walk that uh, line of tradition. Uh, for for a lot of the inside the arena stuff, like remember the last one they did was in St. Louis, uh, mm-hmm. because there wasn't one this year, and they did that uh, shooting the pucks from the stands uh, yeah. competition, part of the skills competition. So I, I never saw that coming. Who knows what events uh, they'll come up with or what uh, what skills uh, testing challenges uh, they can possibly dream up. I, I'm pretty sure there'll be something fairly uh, Vegas-centric uh, coming in for it. And then we'll see whether or not it goes uh, to four divisions and three-on-three three or not. I, I'm hopeful that it's it's four divisions and three-on-three. Three like, I, I understand there's some people, there are some uh, faction of people that don't like the three-on-three, three, but in an all-star game, I kind of feel like that's the best format to uh, display skill while also having fun and recognizing that you're not going to have guys going all out in an all-star game. They've got their team, they're they're trying to, you know, at that point in the season kind of shore up where they're at in terms of of their playoff race. Like I think 3 on 3 makes the most sense for the all-star game for sure. Yeah, yeah, and you could go four divisions, you can go uh three teams and then a young young guns type team. Because there's so much uh, yeah. young talent uh, in the National Hockey League right now, there's uh, you could go. There's 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 no limit on on different ways you can take it. What I love about the three on three uh, and the format that they've used the last couple of years with the with the four divisions, the four teams that are entered is is you can have a blowout in that first game. It just means that yeah. the winning teams moving on, the losers out. Uh, it's not like a a traditional East versus West, where if the East has a rocket of a first period and they're up eight two, I mean, quite frankly, 
that's boring for the broadcasters and boring for the television yeah. audience. People are still tuning in to see great plays, but you, you, you do require that either reset or a close game. And that's what the uh, the three-on-three uh, challenge offers up. And it allows for just a little bit more creativity. Like Brett Hull, when he was on the bench and doing his thing and, and coaching – like that was that was pretty funny uh, as well. So, which which entertainer, which Vegas act would you love to see coaching the Pacific Division team uh, along with, say, a uh, Pete DeBoer? And by the way, the the team that's leading the division at by a certain period of time, that coach mm. that coaching staff gets to to run the bench for that division. So look, not counting uh, chickens before they hatch, but sure. Golden Knights get off to a good start. Good chance Pete DeBoer mm-hmm. can be running the bench for the Pacific Division uh, in his own backyard. But if you're going to give him uh, an assistant coach based on mm-hmm. a Vegas yeah. act, yeah, l- let me have it. Give me, give me your idea, I, and I'll throw out Gordon Ramsay right away. Like Gordon Ramsay getting <laughs> in the ear of these guys—that's <laughs> almost guaranteed final right there. Uh, for for me, and and having some fun with with Gordon Ramsay on the bench. Yeah, I I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Wayne Newton. Like I'm oh, sorry, it's yeah. Mr. Las Vegas yeah. for me. Like if it's gonna be it's gonna be Wayne. That's uh that's that's a very good. And here's the thing about Wayne is uh in in having a chance to to meet him a couple of weeks ago, like he is mm-hmm. that that isn't an act up there. And and participating no. just because he's been asked to, like he is a legit, one hundred and fifty percent certain fan. Like he's he watches yeah. the games, he takes them in when whenever he's in, he's in town, and he is on board with the uh, the highs and the lows of being a fan. He is he is into it. So he might. Uh, I wonder if he's too much of a fan to be able to to be able to put that aside. Otherwise, the Golden Knights will be playing the whole whole game. He's he Wayne will shorten the bench. <laughs> yeah, I mean it'll be fine. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about it too much. No, it, it, like it, the way that I would view it is Wayne is such a fan that he would play everyone else into the ground so that when the Golden Knights <laughs> yes. resume their regular play, everyone that goes to the All-Star game that's in the Pacific Division that's not a Golden Knight will be tired and therefore it's sabotage. Like, I love it. I think it's great. So, you but, know, I'm going to base mine on the the person I've seen completely go insane while ringing the siren before a period starts, and that's Mad Max Crosby of the Raiders. I don't know if anybody brought it like him when it came to ringing that alarm. I'd be terrified of that guy, like well, he give would, me a give me a celebrity like a Vegas type act. An act? Um, how yeah. about how about? Uh, I mean, I like Gordon Ramsay. That that that's a good one. Wayne Newton's good as well. Uh, Shania. No. Why not? Why not Celine Dion? Donnie and Marie. We 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 could we could anger Dion, the people yeah. the people in Montreal even more because well, she'd be she'd be coaching the Vegas or the Pacific I think she, Division. I think she might uh, decline that she, one. She might coach the other division. Uh, well, yeah, with, but with, she she's she's. Basically, the, the the biggest star in Vegas right now. I mean, why not? Plus, she, you know, Chapman, she knows just hockey. Say, just say Chapman. Yes. Just say Chris Angel and be done with no. it. No. Okay. No, I will not say Chris Angel. Why? Because I think Celine Dion's bigger. I want, and I, and I know Celine. Dion, plus, I think Chris Angel might be an Islanders fan, so so he might kind of throw it for us a little bit. 
Why? Why is he not? Why would he be an islander? Because he's from Long Island. I'm going Celine Dion. I think Chris, honestly, I thought Chris Angel was Australian. No, no, he's from Long hmm. Island, New Yorker. Wait, what? Yeah, I don't know why. I thought That's that. as bad as my Dirk Bentley. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, not, even, it not even close. <laughs> Wait a minute. Like, have you have you not heard Chris Angel speak? Uh, no, but I, when he walked by us the other day, it was he was right into it when he was going down to do the siren. Siren. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember that when, got, they, uh, when, the, when the uh, when the the wind like went bl- blowing through. And there wasn't even any type of special effects going on. It's just like cool things happen around Chris Angel. Yeah, that's a good point. Rita, Rita is chiming in with one. Do you want it? Yeah. All right. She says Gordon Ramsay is great, but how about Terry Fader and his puppets? Ooh, oh, I like that. That's way better than Chapman's. Well, no, it's well, not. All Come he on. did was he offered a football player, <laughs> and then he then he then he repeated our ideas, and then I threw Celine Dion out there. And, and then, yes, because 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 my my initial thought was, and I don't know if he would qualify as a Vegas act because he's from the LBC, but Snoop Dogg spends a lot of time in Vegas. Snoop Dogg actually does commentary occasionally on LA Kings I, games, so he knows he did hockey it once. He I, did it okay. Once. I think I think you need to have like a residency to be considered a Vegas act, Chris. Like you've you've, how about, you've how about, had to have been all right listen, on the strip MGM at some point in Snoop time Dogg with a Vegas to, to have a residency. Then, then, then I, I, I can use Snoop Dogg. You, um, you, fa- I, I don't know how you can fail this, but you just failed it. <laughs> What's wrong with Celine Dion? The, there's nothing wrong with Celine Dion except for the fact that if she's going to be at the All Star Game and she's going to be a celebrity coach, it's likely going to be for whatever team a Montreal Canadian is playing. But for. she has her residency on the Strip. Um, but Chris, you're, you're, think think outside the box for just yeah, a second. Just two seconds. What if? Like, give yourself a if, little bit of breath. What if, Chris? Okay. The NHL, or the NHL, and and you have a a bunch of, pl- of people that have shows here in Vegas, and they've got ties to all these different places around the world. What if you have a celebrity coach for every division? Well, I'm sure there's someone else famous from Montreal that they could use for that division. Oh boy! I, she can't be the only famous person that's ever come out of Montreal. He's not. Uh, he's he's not. He's not really buying into what we're doing here, is he? No, not at all. I, I I'm totally buying in, but I don't know who's bigger than Celine Dion. She she is. She's the the biggest performer on the strip. Hmm. Uh, I had a buddy who coached in a couple of NHL All Star games. Yeah, and he actually. Benched somebody because the coaches back then would get uh, would get a bonus of ten grand if you won, and I can't remember the player who he benched. I'll have to send him That's a note amazing. during during the show. Uh, it was uh, Doug McLean who coached the Florida Florida Panthers, and he he uh, he sat down a player for the final ten minutes. And said that uh, that player wouldn't wouldn't be playing a- anymore because he wanted the the ten grand. Now, can you imagine that? Uh, I mean, I I can like I I could imagine wanting to win money, and then I could imagine looking at looking down the bench and saying, you know what? I know this is fun, 
but I'm competitive and I want to win and I like money. So like, yeah, I, like I I can imagine doing it. Oh, I I was devastated when I heard that. Like how <laughs> how selfish could you be? And I've I've called them well, selfish I mean, and cheap and everything. But like, here's the thing, right? Like we we oftentimes talk about all star games as saying, well, no one really wants to win out there. They're just trying to get out of the game without getting hurt. Like I like the idea that there's a moment in time where you say, no, 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 I want to win. I want to win, and this is what I'm going to do to win. I, I like that. You're right. Uh, he also put out uh, for a shift. This this was the uh, this the the five players that he put out on the on the ice. Mario Lemieux. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky, Mark Messier, Paul Coffey, and Brian Leach. He put those uh, those five players out for one shift together. Did they win? That's a hell of a... I, I can't remember whether they got scored on or not. They might have got scored on. <laughs> that would be... That, like, like, that would be Duggish uh, for, for, for that to happen and, uh, and for it to end up uh, biting them. But that's... Uh, that's a pretty cool five. And uh, the goaltender was Martin Brodeur uh, in, that, wow. uh, in, that, uh, in that game. But, yeah, the NHL All-Star Weekend in year five coming to Vegas. There's, there's teams that have never had this, never had the All-Star Weekend. And Las Vegas and the Golden Knights land this event in year number five. How about that? Yeah, it's awesome. I, I'm again. It's a long. It's a long way away. Uh, we say that now, but when we blink, it'll be here. But I, I can't. I can't wait. I think it's going to be awesome. I'm really looking forward to it, and it'll be hopefully my first time covering an NHL All Star game and one that I'm going to remember for the rest of my life. So, who uh, Vegas act wise would you put in as as a coach? Uh, to help out Pete DeBoer. I'm curious about that. So if we can get some reaction uh, on social mm. media, i uh, love to get that. Uh, over the next uh, hour and a half, into hour number two, we're going to bring you a lot of the sound uh, from the Vegas Golden Knights year-end media availability that took place over the course of the weekend. There's some news that came out of that, and then there's uh, some some quotes that, uh, that the public uh, just hasn't been able to hear as of yet, uh, dealing with the, the disappointment and the uh, optimism going forward about this organization and the prospects of uh, winning the Stanley Cup. And we have, a, we have another hockey game that, uh, that is about to start between Le Canadien and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa Bay trying to go back-to-back. It's the start of the Stanley Cup final. We'll deal with that next on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Our social media expert, uh, Ryan Wallace, is the poll up? <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's not a poll. Okay. Um, just a, it is uh, just asking question. for suggestions. Yeah. Right. Who do you uh, who do you want to see as the assistant coach? For the Pacific Division uh, entry at the NHL All-Star Game when it's held in Las Vegas coming up in 2022, which is next February. Sound like when you say 2022, I th- mm-hmm. to me, that sounds like four or five years away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why, but it's like 2020 didn't exist. 
And 2021, I'm just kind of getting my head around right now. I'm going to the 2020 Olympics, so that's all backwards. Uh, yes. So 2022 just feels a like way out there. But we're talking less than a year away from the uh, the NHL All-Star Weekend uh, coming to Las Vegas and T-Mobile Arena, the NHL Skills Competition, as well as the uh, the NHL All-Star Game or Games, if they go three-on-three. Three. And uh, who, which Vegas act would you like to see as the assistant coach for the Pacific Division team? Okay, so I've got a couple of replies here. Elisa Dawn says, Lil John, of course, mm-hmm. kind of goes in line with my Wayne Newton. Uh, Jen Somsack, Blue Man Group. Ooh. Blue Man Group. Oh, that would be awesome. Be interesting. That would be interesting. Uh, Gabrielle Seidenberg said, Judge Judy. Is is Judge Judy a Vegas act? I didn't think so, but, but after... Th- let me start over. This okay. is all because of Chapman. Because what? Chapman no, I'm gonna get up, there. screwed up everything so bad that that now it's all on the table. So we can't tell people that their submissions don't work when Chapman mm-hmm. went completely off the board. With the best pick. Okay. Uh, with, okay. Um, Sarah loves hockey said, isn't Leonard besties with Gordon Ramsay? I'm all for that. So there you go. Uh, Aaron Bass. Chapman, get ready. You're going to want to hear this one. Okay. Too soon to say Celine Dion? Mm, Yeah, see? Genius. The guy's a smart guy. Optimus Optimus Prime said Dana White. So that's what we've got so far. Dana White would be a good one. That is a good one. Is Ooh, Stephanie intense? says Carrot Top. Oh, I like Carrot Top. Yeah. Yeah, so much that you didn't even think about him when you No, were it's, it's not. It's, hey. No, I, I listen, Carrot Top is, by, by the way, I went to go see his show, and I liked it a lot. I thought it was great. Did but, you? But I did, and, and I had very low Good. expectations going in, and I walked out, and I was like, this is one of the best shows I've ever seen. He is so funny, like adult mm-hmm. humor. Yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah. fantastic. It was, it was exactly what I wanted. But you're, you're he's not saying Celine this Dion. like nobody knows who Carrot Top no, is. No, no, like, because no because one he, knows this. You, you see Carrot Top doing like, like he, I, I can remember like years and years ago he was doing the Jerry Lewis telethon and he would do like family friendly TV shows. Totally different when you what? go see him live. So there was a there was a moment in time where I was engineering a radiothon that we did. Uh, it was a 24-hour radiothon, and you got to bid right on on hosting an hour with a celebrity guest. Carrot Top happened to be a celebrity guest. I don't know, probably the 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. hour on this radiothon. No way. Oh man, I could not stop laughing, and I honestly thought that at the end of it, I was going to get fired. Like having to remind Carrot Top like at least seven times that you can't say that on the radio. Um, was frightening, but at the same time, incredibly fun. It was Where do great you think night. that tape great is? Great night. Oh, um, I don't know. Probably somewhere. I, I'm gonna have to figure out if we can if we can find it. But I'll tell you, like those radiothons, we used to do it every year, and I would get that graveyard shift. So like I would start probably like around eleven eleven p.m. and I'd, I'd wrap up uh, at six a.m. and it was it was awesome. And unpredictable, 
and incredibly fun. Do you think they gave Carrot Top that time spot just because they knew he was going to go off script? Yes, 100%. So it's not there, like there he, was no. You're not trying to bury Carrot Top. You're trying to <laughs> bury the FCC's awareness of Carrot Top while he's doing his act. You had a better than average chance that, that there wouldn't be as many complaints at that point in time. That's, that's 100% the reason he got that time slot. That's hilarious. Did you, did you get that's fantastic. So you got to interact with him a little bit? What's he like? Give us some, give some uh, just, uh, juice on him. No, like there's, there's no juice. Like he's just a really funny dude. Like he, he was very, very much on the entire time, even in the breaks. Like he was just kind of making everybody around him laugh. Super, super easy to, to kind of deal with and get, uh, get along with. Um, except for the fact that he was really funny and had a potty mouth. But outside of that, he was great. So it sounds like me. Like really mm. easy to get along with. No. Potty mouth. No. And a lot of fun to work with. Nope. I would I would argue he is not as selfish as you are, but you wow. know, that's and, and much funnier. Can't, selfish is good. Can't be across the board. Every every now and then. Uh, that is good. I didn't realize so Caretop would be great. How about Brad Garrett? Brad Garrett's a good one. Yeah, I like him. He's good. And, and what makes me think of it is is Brad's scoreboard, like let's go get up and cheer, uh, on the uh, on Nitron at at T-Mobile Arena is hilarious. And so is Carrot Top. Like his his little message to the fans uh, are are two outstanding ones. So we're looking for assistant coaches uh, for the Pacific Division. Ooh, I've got a, I got a few more. Okay. VGK Kim, Andre Agassi. Mm, oh, he just uh, put up a picture of him and Steffi Groff at a VGK game in their jerseys. Nice. Larry DeLeon, John Taffer. He can yell with the best of them. Mm-hmm. Good. I like, I like that it. show, too. That's good. a good television show. Nice. Uh, Chapman see. takes a totally different angle to this than everybody else. Charles Dodge, Penn and Teller. But Teller doesn't talk. I thought about them, but I was like, but Teller doesn't talk. Do you know how many players would be so happy if their coaches didn't talk? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I think that might be that, that might I be think the that winner? might be a calling card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you know? Do you know? And uh I love I, I have more friends who are coaches now than are players because <laughs> of uh, where I am in my life. But do you know how many players would sign up for a coach who couldn't talk? <laughs> in good. in keeping with that trend, Tyrone said the Jabberwockies. Oh, those guys are cool. All right, what do, what do they do that's really cool, Chapman? I like I like the Go fact ahead. that the way they dance, that they dance. But I also yeah, like okay. that, that they wear the masks, and so they're they're all kind of in unison. Like you don't know which one is is Jabberwocky one, right? So like, and the blue man people, you do? No, you don't. But they don't. They're they're they're. <laughs> No, but Jabberwockies are a little bit different. It's a different show. Can you imagine Blue Man guys jumping in, like trying to call a line change, but they don't? I mean, they don't talk. And, <laughs> no, they'll and, just bang, they'll just hit you like with, who's, with who's running the D? homemade drum instruments. Yeah, throw marshmallows okay. at you. Yeah. Wow! Uh, Create like a like a pipe xylophone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we have a game coming up: Stanley Cup Final opening game, Montreal against Tampa Bay. I was just asked by somebody. It was Doug because uh, we were going back and forth. Doug McLean, 
and because <laughs> I wanted to know who the player was that he benched. So I do know the name. I'll give you the, the name of the player coming up in just a little bit. High draft pick, Ooh. too. Like, second overall pick. Not Really? Yeah. Uh, to, so he could win the 10 grand. And we were just going back and forth about uh, the Stanley Cup final. Mm-hmm. And he said, can, can Montreal beat Tampa? And my first reaction was, no way. But that was my first reaction to Montreal-Toronto. It was, mm-hmm. I was even more confident that Winnipeg would beat Montreal than I was Toronto beating Montreal. And I didn't think there was a chance that Montreal could get by Vegas. So I've continually upped my skepticism of Montreal's potential success, starting Mm -hmm. with that series against the the Toronto Maple Leafs. And they've defied my prediction at every turn. Mm -hmm. I think Montreal can win this thing. Oh, no. I know. So does does that oh, no. put does that put the the Montreal Canadiens uh, potential in jeopardy? I don't. You're, but you're I'm about sort to of get haunted by ghosts. Yeah, it depends if they have goats in their corner this time. I'm telling you guys don't understand the power <laughs> of the Montreal ghosts. No, no, that's what I don't understand about you, Darren. That's what I don't understand about you. If you've doubted them all this time and they continue to prove you wrong, keep doubting them because if you come over to the to the other side and then they lose, the ghosts are going to haunt you. And I would imagine that somebody that believes in that and you, of all people, do believe in it, that you wouldn't want to anger the ghosts when they're this close to winning a Stanley Cup. So just do the right thing here, Darren. Do the right thing and say no. The Canadians have no chance. Do that thing, Darren. Do that thing. Here's why I think Montreal has a shot. Oh, no. Because Tampa Bay fits the same type of mold as Vegas, Mm -hmm. as Winnipeg, and certainly as Toronto. Uh, Because they can score. uh, Tampa, Toronto, Vegas, Winnipeg. All highly skilled teams, uh, and some were a little bit bigger than others, but they were, they're all built somewhat similar. Toronto would be kind of the outlier uh, because of, uh, of all that front-end, front top-end skill. But Winnipeg and Vegas and Tampa have some grit, some skill, and, and I think after watching what Montreal did to both Winnipeg and Vegas – that this is a better matchup for Montreal than the New York Islanders would have been. As crazy as that sounds. No, I'm I'm right there with you. I do look at this matchup as as the matchup being most beneficial for the Canadians just simply because we have seen the blueprint before. We have seen how Montreal can absolutely stifle a high-powered, very talented offensive forward core. Now, they were able to do it to Toronto. They were able to do it uh, to to an extent to Winnipeg, though the, the Mark Shifley suspension certainly kind of aided in that. But then they were able to do it to Vegas. And I think that, you know, when, when we looked at Vegas-Montreal, we looked at that series, we said that the Golden Knights forward core was not like the Toronto Maple Leafs forward core, that there was more depth, that there was more ability to put the puck in the back of the net. They wouldn't be so bothered by how the Canadians pack it in and play defense. But that didn't 
that didn't turn out to be the case. So if the Canadians can do to Tampa what they have done to Vegas, what they have done to Winnipeg, what they have done to Toronto, what does that tell us about this Montreal Canadiens team? What does it tell us about this team that could potentially win the Stanley Cup if they're able to shut down completely the offense of the Tampa Bay Lightning? Destiny. That's that's why I thought you were going to say ghosts. No, well, it's the same thing. 86, 93, 2021. Here's here's the difference, though. Uh, And Vegas was closer, and I think uh, Vegas didn't convert their opportunities more than than it was Montreal just overwhelming the Golden Knights. And part of not converting your opportunities was the power play didn't didn't connect. Tampa won't have that problem. Uh, their power play mm-hmm. uh, just has too many weapons uh, to be completely shut out. So that's where that's where I can see Tampa having uh, an advantage over the Montreal Canadiens where Vegas fell short. If Vegas power play was on or converted a couple of times, they're in the final tonight. I, if you, that, that to me was the one black and white difference that if you ask for one, that's it. Tampa won't have Yeah, I, I would agree with you. No, I would agree with you. The, the, only, the only pushback I have is that the Canadians have been shutting down everyone's power play, right? They were able to shut down Toronto. They were able to shut down Winnipeg. The Golden Knights got nothing. Like, the Canadians have an elite penalty kill, and they're going to be going up against their toughest challenge. And again, I, I, I think this series comes down to special teams. It comes down to whichever team is going to be able to find that next gear in terms of converting in those moments. And I, I'm fascinated to see if the Canadians can do it to Tampa. Because if they do it to Tampa, there should be no doubt in anyone's mind that this team came together at the right time, and they are a very, very good hockey club. Uh, I think Montreal makes it a series, though, I, I and I certainly hope so. An all-Eastern time zone Stanley Cup final. We'll get more into that, uh, plus uh, some of the media availability that we'll sprinkle in throughout the week uh, from the Vegas Golden Knights as they held their uh, year-end uh, exit meetings on the weekend. And the player that Doug McLean benched in an all-star game so he could win an extra <laughs> ten grand. And... I don't blame him. I do the exact same thing. Uh, The name of that player as we continue on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. All right. Team uh, in the All-Star game. You're trying to win. You're coaching the team, mm-hmm. and yep. you get an extra ten grand if you win the game, like right in your pocket. Yep. Probably have to pay a bit of taxes on it, but but right in your pocket. And you're coaching you're coaching players like uh, Eric Lindros and Pat Verbeek, Yarmer Yager. I'm just looking at the goal scorers: Brendan Shanahan, Ray Bork, Messier, Neely. Do you shorten the bench? You're saying yes? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You, you've got, like, legends of, of, of the game that, at your disposal. So my pal's coaching uh, the Eastern Conference team. Doug's coaching the Eastern Conference team against Scotty Bowman. His assistants are Bobby Orr and Eddie Johnson. And uh, they end up winning 5-4. 5-4! Four. Four! 
Like that's a good All Star game. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Ray Bork with the yeah. winner. Uh, was that the game in Boston? Yeah, that was the Boston game. Uh, and uh, Ray Bork played played a hero there. And Mac decides it's in the third period. He's going to shut this thing down because there is. Uh, it was four four in the third with like three minutes to go. Mm-hmm. And he says says to his coaching staff, he doesn't play anymore. <laughs> that person, Roman Hammerlick. <laughs> really? Bench Roman Hammerlick. That's in an that's all-star fantastic. game. Yeah. Roman Why played not? 20 seasons in the NHL. First overall Come pick. On. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I, I, I he didn't have grand. it. Yeah. He didn't have it that night. Didn't have, he didn't have it. Didn't have a go on that night. <laughs> Not in an All Star game. Ten grand. Not when ten grand's on the line. And I have an opportunity to beat Scotty Bowman in an All Star game. Listen, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. Like I'd bench Roman Hammerlick for a thousand dollars. So. <laughs> You would. I hope he's not listening. <laughs> yeah, like if you, you give me you give me an opportunity to win a thousand dollars, I'm going to bench whoever I need to bench to win the thousand dollars. I don't care. Darren's probably bucks. texting him right now. Telling no, him. <laughs> I told I told him over the years that that was the most selfish, cheapest thing ever. But I it's get the greatest it now. thing ever. No, but I get it. He's now. right. I'm on Doug's side there. I do a lot for ten grand right now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, like. You know, beating Scotty Bowman would be a, a nice cherry on top. But, yeah, like the money, I'm, I'm all in. Let's go. Uh, winning goaltender was Dominic Hasek. Uh, losing goaltender was Felix Potvin. 5-4. Mm. There was two, penalty, two penalties in the game. Two penalties in the All-Star game. Really? Yeah. Both were too many men on the ice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I remember that game because Ray Bork was He should have benched world. himself. Yeah, exactly. That's the coach's problem, right? Uh, exactly. So this is way back in 1996. Uh, <laughs> puck control relay was won by Pierre Turgeon. Mike Gartner was the fastest skater. Accuracy shooting mm. was Mark Messier of the Rangers then. Hardest shot was Dave Manson. And goaltender competition was Dominic Hasek. Uh, we're talking about this because the NHL All-Star Weekend is coming to Las Vegas. NHL Honda All-Star game it will be held in Vegas. A date to be determined, but it'll be next year. Sometime in February, around there. The The schedule hasn't been released yet, so you can't uh, really lock this thing down until everything's uh, uh, nailed in. But uh, but we're looking forward to it. The NHL All-Star weekend in Las Vegas is coming up. We'll have uh, stories just like that. Uh, whether or not we get a benching, who knows? Uh, looking forward to it. Uh, when we continue... The year-end availability was held for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, some thoughts from the coach, some thoughts from the manager, and a few quotes from the players as we continue on Fox Sports Las Vegas. 